Okay, let's move to the lower limb now. In the lower limb, we have uh, different regions and views. This first view is from an anterior, anterior view of the lower limb. And the muscles that we see here, they are involved in flexion. Flexion of the thigh, like raising the thigh like this, flexion, extension of the knee, the leg at the level of the knee. And the main muscle here anteriorly, in the anterior thigh, is the quadriceps femoris. The quadriceps femoris. And it's known quadriceps femoris because it has four components. And they are one, vastus lateralis, two, vastus medialis, the lateralis it goes here, lateral, medialis, medial, rectus femoris, which is central, and that's the most anterior component. And the fourth component is underneath. It's called the vastus intermedius. And we have to move the rectus femoris in order to see that muscle. The other muscle here anteriorly is called sartorius which is a long muscle that comes from the anterior superior iliac spine of the ilium and it goes all the way down this way wraps the knee and it will get to the tibia this muscle since it's crossing over the thigh is the muscle that is involved in the movement of crossing the legs over the other one in the thigh it is called the sartorius and more lateral, more lateral, we have this muscle called tensor fasciolata. Tensor fasciolata is a short muscle actually that comes from the pelvic bone, laterally, and it connects to a band of connective tissue, and this band runs laterally all the way down to the tibia, and it's known as the ilio tibial band or IT band and that's another thing that we can touch and feel when we uh, stand straight and you touch your lateral thigh you feel like a very tense muscle it's actually the band it's not ponerosis it's fascia uh, it's called the IT band for iliotibial band this iliotibial band is usually injured in athletes the runners, when they run long distances very frequently, they end up with pain in the knee, in the lateral part of the knee, and that's the IT band that got injured. Then, medially, we have the list of this list of muscles, and these group of muscles are known as the adductors because they are involved in adduction, and they are the gracilis. Adductor magnus, adductor longus, and there's one more called adductor brevis, which is deeper. You have all these in your in your list. 47, 48, 49, adductor magnus, longus, and gracilis.
This is a picture that shows just the adductor group of muscles. The adductor magnus, which is known magnus because it's a very big, very large muscle and that, that involves all these fibers. They are usually posterior here and here. But the most superficial are the brevis, and it's known brevis because it's just that, and the longus goes in this way to the femur, the insert to the femur, brevis, longus, and magnus. And they are known as adductors because they perform adduction, which is this movement of bringing the limb towards the midline. Adduct, adduction with double D. And they are shown here again, adductors as part of all these muscles that we can see from an anterior view of the thigh. And these are, uh, this is a quadriceps. The quadriceps, uh, we see the vastus intermedius here. Remember, there are four components of the, of the quadriceps. Vastus laterales, vastus intermedius, which is shown as white because it's, it ha it's covered by a membrane and the vastus medialis, more to the medial aspect of the thigh. The rectus femoris has been cut. We can see the tendon of this rectus femoris. One fact about the rectus femoris tendon is that goes down, wraps the patella, kneecap, and it continues, and it will insert in the tibial tuberosity in the tibial tuberosity, that's insertion of the rectus femoris component of the quadriceps femoris. Very strong muscle. This muscle is used for, in soccer, for kicking the ball, uh, extension of the leg at the level of the knee. And from a posterior aspect, from a posterior view of the thigh, we can see the gluteal region. The gluteal region with three muscles. The most superficial is called the gluteus maximus, and it's coming from the sacrum border and the iliac bone to the lateral fascia and the femur. All this is the gluteus maximus. And it will join to this band or track that we were speaking about, the iliotibial band or iliotibial tract, which, which is shown here. And in the posterior thigh, we have these two muscles, or three muscles, known as the hamstrings. The hamstrings are a group of three muscles that are very weak compared with the quadriceps, which is very strong. But they help to stabilize the movements here in extension and flexion of the knee. What are these hamstrings? They are the biceps femoris. And this is the other biceps that we had. The other biceps was biceps brachia in the arm. This is in the thigh, biceps femoris. And it has two heads also, long head and short head. And the other two are the semi-tendinosis, and semimembranosus. How to identify them? Well, these two semitendinosus and membranosus 
are more medial and the biceps femoris is lateral so when you see these muscles in the hamstrings in the models or in the cadaver you, you, you will see them very similar you may get confused and say which is which well the lateral muscle is the biceps femoris and the medial muscles are the semi tendinosus and semi membranosus the gluteus and the gluteal region there's a lot of muscles here in different layers but the ones we have to see are the gluteus maximus which has been cut but we see still still see portion of it here the second layer the second layer is the gluteus medius the gluteus medius which it comes in this way it's also been cut here and the third layer is the gluteus minimus. So the most superficial, gluteus maximus, second layer, gluteus medius, and the third layer, gluteus minimus. At the same level of the gluteus minimus, there are, there are all these muscles, which we don't have in the list, but they are very small muscles called the piriformis, obturator, and quadratus femoris. And these are involved in rotation of the femur rotation of lateral or medial rotation of the femur. The gluteus maximus and gluteus medius can be seen. Gluteus maximus here, that's the limit of the gluteus maximus. Gluteus medius can be seen also superficially, a little bit of it. And this is the one that is used for intramuscular injections. When you get an injection in the gluteus, the needle goes to the gluteus medius, it won't go to the gluteus maximus. And you see the technique of how this injection is given, all is directed to target the gluteus medius but not the maximus. And in the leg, anterior view this is a place where the bone is very superficial the tibia you can easily touch the surface of the bone of the tibia very close to the skin if we go from the tibia we will start at the tibia and we move laterally we will find the muscle first which is called the tibialis anterior tibialis anterior and then we move more lateral you will find another muscle known as the extensor digitorum longus these muscles what they do is the tibialis anterior they move the foot in this way up it's called uh, dorsiflexion and extensor digitorum longus for the toes to extend the toes and now in between these two, there is a muscle, it's actually a second layer, but it can be identified. It's known as the extensor hallucis longus. The extensor hallucis longus, the term hallux is for the big toe. It's for the big one, extensor hallux. In the same way as in the hand, the thumb has its own muscles, while well, in the foot, 
the big toe has its own muscle. Yes. If you lose one of them, oh, the pinky. You mean the pinky is not useful? Yeah, yeah. Actually, what is important in the foot is if you notice the movements. I mean, when you walk and, and things, there are three points, three points that are important in the foot. The heel, of course. The other point of contact with the with the ground is the metatarsophalangeal, which is next to the thumb, I mean to the big toe. And the other one is metatarsophalangeal at the side of the pinky or the lateral part. Now if you cut the toes, you still can walk because the toes are actually not the point of contact with uh, the important point of contact with the ground. There are other three. So in that sense, it wouldn't make much difference if you lose one, two, or three toes. It will be more difference if you lose a big toe. It will lose the stability. But you still be able to walk. Uh, you probably have some difficulties in the beginning, but as long as you do uh, uh, physical therapy and uh, rehabilitation, then you'll be able to almost, of course, you will not be a runner, but you'll still be able to walk with appropriate shoes and things. In that sense, Yes, it is possible, and you still can do your activities without much difference. And these are the muscles separately. You see the tibialis anterior is coming from the tibia, and it's going all the way, all the way to here, the metatarsal, metatarsal bone. So in that way, it helps to make this movement dorsiflexion. The extensor hallucis longus, if you follow this tendon, they go all the way to the big toe here, to the distal phalanx. And these tendons can be easily moved. I mean, can be easily seen. When you get, when you get home, you remove your shoes and socks, and you start making these movements, you will identify all these tendons, and it will make perfect sense with the, with the study of the, that we are doing. You can see the tibialis anterior tendon, the extensor hallucis that goes to the big toe, and even the tendons that go to every single toe from the extensor digitorum longus, like this one. Also the clips. Lateral aspect of the leg. In the lateral aspect, we should mention a couple of muscles. A couple of muscles because they are related to the fibula. The fibula, this little bone or very thin bone, that we have in the lateral leg. One of them is the fibularis longus, which comes in this way, fibularis longus. You follow the tendon here. And the fibularis brevis, which is more inferior, that it starts down here, and it go both all the way to the fifth metatarsal bone, to the fifth metatarsal bone. The fibularis longus and fibularis brevis. Then we see more muscles here, but they are the rest that we've seen already. Tibialis anterior, extensor digitorum longus, extensor hallucis longus. And let's go to, and these are the fibularis longus. 
and the fibularis brevis. And going to the posterior aspect of the leg, we should see two muscles. Most superficial, gastrocnemius, which has two heads, medial and lateral head. They get together into this big tendon, the tendon of the gastrocnemius, that will join to the calcaneal tendon, or Achilles tendon, that will attach to the calcaneus bone. If we cut this gastrocnemius, we will find another muscle underneath. And that muscle is called the soleus. It's a big muscle underneath. Soleus connects to the calcaneal tendon as well as the gastrocnemius. And we have them insert in the calcaneus bone. The very powerful muscles, also known as the calf muscles, the gastrocnemius. Soleus is the deeper, deep layer of the gastrocnemius. All right, questions, comments?